Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. time for the word of God. I want you to pray for yourself um, and ask God for his mighty spirit. Ask God to also speak to you this morning. Lift up your voice and just pray wherever you are. Speak to us in a way that will understand, oh God. In a way that will understand. We give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you. We bless you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity in your presence. Speak your word to us in the name of Jesus. Let us leave this place blessed and favored. Let your word equip us and strengthen us in the name of Jesus. May we be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, say a louder amen. amen. And you may be seated in the presence of God. All right. Great, 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 great. How many of you are happy to be in church this morning? I'm also happy to see all of you. I know God has something special for you. Amen. Amen. I said, I know God has something special for you. Amen. Bible says, in the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth. The earth was dark and void, and there was confusion over the earth. But the Spirit of the Lord moved along the surface of the waters. And the Bible said that, and God said, let there be light. Immediately, there was light in the earth. Sometimes life presents itself where things are difficult, there's confusion, you don't know which way to go. But Bible says, as soon as God spoke in the Bible that let there be light, light came into that situation. Light always brings clarity and it brings direction. God is speaking into your life today and light will come into your life. If you believe it, say amen. amen. Say a nicer Amen. Wonderful. Well, today I want to share God's word with you for just a short while. Turn your Bibles with me to Revelations. I think Revelations chapter 3. We are reading from verse number 7. The Bible says to the church of Philadelphia, right? I see somebody going to Philadelphia. I said, I see somebody going to Philadelphia. The Bible says to the angel of Philadelphia, right? Amen. These things saith he that is holy and he that is true, he that has the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and he that shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door. For thou hast little strength, but thou hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Amen. There's a beautiful piece of scripture. Jesus is speaking 
And Jesus is saying, I know thy works. And behold, I have set before thee an open door. Amen. Jesus says he, has, he, he knows your work. He knows the things that you do. And because of that, he has set before you an open door. Receive an open door where you are. Hallelujah. So the Lord is saying that he, is, he has set before us an open door. What's a door? Let's, let's, let's think of a few things. Let's say a few things about a door. A door is something that lets you in or lets you out. So it can either be an entrance or an exit. Hallelujah. If you are in a bad problem, receive a door to exit it. It can either be an entrance or an exit. A door can either be shut or open. It can't do both at the same time. It can either be shut or open. That's why the Bible says, He that openeth and no man can shut it. And he that shut it and no man can open it. Our doors over there, currently they are open. They can't be closed and open at the same time. It's either open or closed. Hallelujah. What else can we say about a door? The size of a door doesn't de determine the size of the room. I'm preaching. I'm almost done preaching. I'm preaching for 7 minutes, 15 seconds. Uh, what did I say? The size of the door doesn't determine. Sometimes we think, oh, if the door is big, then the room is big. It's not true. It's not necessarily true. The size of a garage door some, usually is bigger than the size of the door to the house. But the house is usually bigger than the garage. Today I'm preaching on how to identify an open door. That's what I'm talking about, doors. I said the size of a garage, the door of a garage, is usually bigger than the size of the door of a house. But when you go into a garage, you realize that the garage is smaller than the house. Number four, the type of, of, of door doesn't determine what is inside the room. It doesn't determine what's inside the room. Sometimes you can have a, a door. It doesn't look nice. But you go into the room and see. You have a shock in your life. Many years ago, I visited somebody in a township. Look, as we were going into the person's house, I was praying for myself. Because even there was water run, there was a broken tap, the water was running. So we had to jump over the river that it had created. Make sure that as we are stepping, we don't step on spirogyra. Do you know spirogyra? That green thing that comes when there's water. And so we have to escape spirogyra and all these wild living organisms to get to the door. Now the door was twisted in a way. It was almost like it's breaking. When we open, I said the type of door doesn't determine necessarily determine what is inside. 
when we opened the door and we got into the place, I was surprised to see the things that are in the room. Amazing. Look, such a room, it had DSTV. I couldn't, that was my first shock. You know, of course, I saw a dish outside, but I thought, you know, sometimes it's, it's a screensaver. You know the way it is. Hey! Look, flat screen television in the room. Things. The thing that blew my mind the most was the type of bed that was in the room. The bed that was there. Look, the bed was solid. I mean solid. And it, had, it was like a wall-to-wall bed. Yeah. Wall-to-wall bed. It filled everywhere in the room. Yeah. Dr. Lamla used to have a bed like that. Big bed. It feels everywhere. Look, one day she moved to a place. She told she had bought a bed. I said, hey. The way she talked about the bed, I wanted to see the bed. So I went to her house. And I went to her room. When I saw the bed, I understood why she has two children. Solid bed. Some of you are slow. It's like you are from Australia. This room, I'm still talking, I finished with Dr. Lamla long ago. I'm back to the, my preaching. You, some of you are still at Dr. Lamla. And if Rev comes to my house, I'll use this to cover all my things. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now, the bed had covered, it was made from goma goma. Do you know goma goma? Solid wood. I said, hey, when you are standing outside, you'll be deceived that it's broken things that are in the room. But you just need to go to them. Sometimes you are sitting by somebody, it's a blessing to be the person. You have no idea who you are sitting by. But because the person is not wearing Brazilian hair, so you think that, oh, it's a useless person. Introduce yourself to your neighbor that, look, you are sitting by a very important person. No, I'm serious. Introduce yourself to your neighbor. Introduce, tell your neighbor, look, you are sitting by a very important, very important person. You do, I'm just developing. You are, I've not reached my best yet. Now tell your neighbor that to show you that I'm a very important person. Tell your neighbor. This is 100 rands for your lunch. This is, take out 100 rands and give it to your neighbor. To show your neighbor that you are a very important person. Look, sometimes you don't know. The door, look, in Switzerland, a pastor was telling us a story that one day they were in Switzerland. Now, they were standing at a bus stop. Now, at the bus, as they were standing at the bus stop, and the bus stop usually, is just, that's the wall, then that's the bus stop, that's all. It's just a sign. Suddenly, police cars rush to the place. Penny, 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 penny. And they, the police came. They cleared everybody from there. So they were wondering what's going on. Why? What's, is, there, is, is there a problem with the bus? What, what's going on? Suddenly, the wall opened. So they were seeing a wall, but 
it was actually a door. The wall opened like that. The bus stop will open. Then these cash in transit, in transit cars, about 20 of them, shim, 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 they entered with, and when the wall opened, it opened into a big complex. Big. And these trucks, they just came, shim, shim, top speed. If, you, if they knock you, you die. Shim, 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 shim. As soon as the last one entered, the police entered, then the wall closed again, then it became a bastard. Sometimes you are sitting by your wife, but she doesn't look like your wife today. Sorry. She doesn't look like your wife today. She looks like a bastard. So you are also just sitting there. If you knew. Hey. If you, I said, if you knew. When I said, give somebody a hundred rounds, you would have taken it out and given it to her quickly. It's just that you don't know. So the type of door doesn't necessarily determine what is inside. Then number five, a door gives you access into a place. So a door is what we can call an opportunity to get into a place. It's an opportunity. Now, why do we say it's an opportunity? Because the door itself is not what you are looking for. How many of you came to church today just trying to find our door? But you use the door to come into the church. The blessing of this church is inside the church. But it's the door that lets you into the church. It's the door. A door is an opportunity. It's a chance. It's a chance to be blessed. It's an opportunity to be blessed. It's an opportunity to be blessed. It gives you an opportunity to be blessed. Tell your neighbor an opportunity. To be blessed. So the door lets you into. So when Jesus said, I have set before thee an open door, what Jesus was saying that I have given you an opportunity to be blessed. Now you have to identify the door. And then number two, do what? Walk into it. You can you can you can also identify the door. So this is the door. I now see the door. This is a door. This is the door that Pastor Daniels was talking about. I see it. I see it. Crary, 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 totary. Totary and crary. And just be standing there. The fact that you have seen the door doesn't mean you will be blessed. Or you will receive what is in store for you. You now have to walk through the door. So I'm beginning to share with you doors. Or how to identify doors that God is bringing to your life. And today I want to start with the first one. The first door can be found in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 8 and 9. Paul is speaking. Paul says, I will tarry at Ephesus. For a great and effectual door is open before me, but there are many adversaries. Hallelujah. He said, I will wait at Ephesus. Paul was at Ephesus at that time. And he said, I will wait at Ephesus. Why would I wait at Ephesus? He said, a great and effectual door is set before me. Anybody with a New Living Translation want to read? New, if you have a New Living Translation. But in the New Living Translation, the Bible says, this same scripture, verse 9, the Bible says, 
a great door of service or a great door to serve God is open before me. The first door I would want everybody in the church to recognize, which leads us into our blessing, is a door of service, a door to serve. Now, all of us come to church to look for the blessing of God. Now, the question is, why will God bless person A and not bless person B? God loves all of us the same. Bible says, for God so loved the world. Not God loves black people more than white people, or white people more than black people, or blue people more than yellow people. No. God so loved the world. And once we are all in the world, God loves us the same. So what will make God choose this lady over this lady? The reason is simple. He sets before all of us a door of service, an opportunity to serve. Now when we embrace it and we serve, then God uses that to determine who gets a blessing. May you walk into a blessing. May you walk through the door of service so that you will come into a blessing. Door of service. Now, many people don't want to do anything when they come to the house of the Lord. It's unfortunate. When they come to church, they do, look, I met a guy, we went for graduation, and I saw a guy singing in the school choir, the graduation choir. And you know when they start a graduation, you do morning, afternoon, do you do evening as well? How many do you have in a day? Three. Morning, afternoon, evening. I mean, you sing morning, afternoon, evening, and sometimes it runs for about two weeks, three weeks, every day. Now, singing, singing, singing. So one of the times, I think I was just taking a picture, and I zoom in. When I zoom in, I saw the I said, I know this guy. I know this. So I told the people, this guy, is this not the guy? They say, yes. The guy is in our church sits down and listens to me preach all the time. As, look, when you see him in church, it's like he can't talk. And be careful of people who look like they can't talk. By the time you they've impregnated about four or five girls. And you wonder, how did they do it? Yeah, be careful. Oh. You must apologize. In fact, go and apologize. I need water. Go and apologize. I need water. I, 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 no, no, we can't take it. No, 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 no. Please open it for me. We can't take it. Are you quite right? Are you quite right? Open it, open it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Mommy, give us this. Oh. Oh. You two next. If you two say something and see the water is here. Ah. Go and apologize. Go and apologize. Back to... He says what? We must fund you more. Oh. Put your hands together for Jesus. And when we went to the church, that's what that pastor is like a madman. He just pours water on everybody. Your mouth. <laughs> we don't care about the, the makeup. What a shock. When I say what a shock, you also say what a shock. What a shock. What a shock. Great. Now, sometimes I said this brother is in the church quiet like he cannot talk. 
I don't even want to mention his, uh, if you mention if I like, mention another name and see. Yeah. But he was singing in the school choir actively, happily. So I realized that people come to church and they decide, as for the church, I will not do it. I'm a deaf and dumb person in the church. I will not do it. I can't move. I can't do anything in the church. Go and see them on university campus. Recently, I went for a graduation. I met a brother. When I met him, I was surprised because I wasn't sure if it was the same person that I know. Look, all the lecturers know he was saying, hello, this day, all over the place, active, all over the place. So I look at the brother. I said, okay, maybe it's not that guy. But I took a second look. When I look, I said, ah, it is the guy. The guy is my church member. But when the guy comes to church, why does he, if he prays and when she does it, the body doesn't move. He's dancing in his heart, but the body doesn't move. I told the brother, I said, look, this is your last time that we are going to see you in church like a deaf and dumb person. When you come to church, the same person that we, I'm seeing here on university campus, active, all the lecturers know him, everybody knows him, people, even security men know him. You are popular when security men know you. Yeah, the security men, they know him. Very popular. I want you to be that popular in the church. This is, this is where we need your best effort. Your, I, I use my best in the church. I've given my best years in the church. I have a timer, so don't stop giving me pressure. Yeah, use your best years in the church. Best time. Now you are all young, full of life. This is the time to serve God. So what God does, he opens a door for you to serve in the church. And then when he gives you that door, he's looking, will you pass through it or you just turn around and go? Maybe that door is a door that will lead you into marriage. Maybe that door is the door that will lead you into getting a breakthrough in your job. In the, but he wants to see if you will pass through it. When you pass through the palm, your breakthrough comes. I joined this church when I was much younger than many of you. I joined this church in 1996. I've been serving since up to today. Serving in the church. Yeah, up to today. Using all my abilities, my gift. One, one of the things I do easily is to talk. It, oh, it's not a problem at all. Just start talking now. You will be surprised. Sometimes people call me on the I can have a conversation with them for about 10 minutes. I don't know who they are. Yeah, we are talking normal. Hello, yeah, yeah, it's all great. How about this? Then we are, I don't know. When I said, who are you talking to? I said, I don't know. It's also very powerful. But I'm using all the, the to serve the Lord, to serve. You can also rise up and serve. In Luke chapter 1, we see a guy in the Bible. Mongi, are you awake? Okay. And you are looking into your Bible. Because the water is here. Tell him the water is here. In Luke chapter 1, we see a, a guy called Zachariah. Now, this man, Zachariah, he was, the Bible says, we're reading from verse 7, the Bible says he was a priest. Time is going, so let's speed up. The Bible says he was, this Zachariah guy, he was a priest. And his wife was called Elizabeth. Now, the Bible says something about Elizabeth. The Bible says, and Elizabeth was barren. And they were both old or well stricken in age. So, two things they had a problem. 
although this guy was a priest, a priest is somebody who just serves God. A priest is not necessarily a pastor. It's somebody who serves God. So the Bible says this guy, he was a servant of God. His wife, Elizabeth, number one, she was barren, and number two, she was, well, she was old. Two things that make it difficult for you to have a child is when you are barren, and number two, when you are old. That's why when you marry, tell you, do the do quickly so that it doesn't become a prayer topic in the church. So they had a problem. Now, one of the things that make people not serve God is because of their problems. They just look at their problem. I have this problem. I have this issue. I have these people. That one of the most difficult problems in marriage is when there's no child. You've been married for six and a half years, seven and a half years. Today, I believe the spirit of barrenness is being broken. In fact, that's why I'm talking about it a lot. I believe it. Now, when there's no child, people begin to worry. Is it the woman? Is it the man? Or is it both of them? Is it the mother-in-law? You know, there are so many causes. Shall any problem in the marriage, they blame it on the (laughs) mother-in-law. Yeah. Especially from the man's side. So, is it the mother? It's like pressure comes in the marriage. So these people, they were under pressure. But the Bible says he was still serving God. Sometimes some of you, small school you are going, it's like you can't do anything for God. Small school, you are just going to school. I thank God that we went to school. No, I, Dr. Dr. Lang, I really thank God that we went to school. We as the pastors of the church, that we, if we didn't go to school, I mean like God called us when we were four years old and we just came. These people will bluff us because they are going to school. But we, I thank God that we went to school. And we went to school when school was difficult. You are going to school in an era when school is easy. When school is easy. When we were going to school, number one, we were not allowed to use calculators. We used calculators only in matric. Not the matric year when we were going to write the matric. So anything they ask you, you have to use, you have to use your mind to calculate it. I work with people when, I, when we have to add or subtract or multiply or divide or do any ma- You see, they are just clueless. They are totally clueless. They are there. One pl- if they are using calculators, they are getting it wrong. We just use our head. We get it right. You are going to school in the time of calculators. It's an easy time to go to school. You are going to school in the time of Google. Now, today, if there's anything you don't know, you just ask Google. There are two people who know everything. Google and my wife. It's finished. You just ask Google. You don't know it, you ask Google. If you can't find Google, if you don't have network, you ask my wife. It's as simple as that. We went to school, there was no Google. Everything you have to, do you know what we call the periodic table? Doctor, do they, do, do they use the periodic table here? You know the periodic table? Yeah. The one that you have all the signs, hydrogen, oxygen, we had to chew it. We had to memorize it. They won't give it to you. You, they give it to you it's in your book. You look at it. So if you see something you don't know, then you just look at it. We had to memorize it. Make a song out of it so that we can remember it all. You are going to school during Google time also. You are just, every day I'm going to school. I'm writing. I'm doing an assignment. I'm doing, we are tired. In an age that going to school is very easy. And it's surprising. In this age, you don't pass and even pass well. A lot of you are usually at survival level. What is survival level? The pass mark is 50, around 53. 
So if there's a small problem in school, so we have canceled question two, you have failed. My God. I feel like I'm in Marysburg. Yeah, if they, if they make a mistake, they cancel. They saw there was a typing error in question four. So question four has been canceled. That's the day you will fail. Because question four, you got seven marks there. If they take out the seven marks, hey. Yeah, you are just struggling. Even, even past mark, 30%, government has watered down our education to the barest minimum, 30%. People are still struggling to pass in the Google age. Look, when I see my children doing assignment, they, just, they are just by the computer. They just, Hello, Siri. What is this plus this plus? Then Siri will just give them the answer. This one too, you can't pass. Every day you are disturbing us. I'm, go, I'm writing. I'm doing an assignment. I'm going to school. I'm... So I can't serve God. It sounds to me that people are not as intelligent as they look. Because if some assignment that you are doing, you have been given three weeks to do the assignment. Because of that one Sunday, you won't come to church. Then, 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 then you are not as smart as you, I thought you were. You are not. Yeah. Look, sisters, when a brother comes to propose to you, check whether they are as smart as they say they are. And smartness is not in dressing. It's the intelligence inside your head. Zechariah had the problem. His wife could not have a child. But Bible says he was still serving God. He was still serving God. He was still in the, in the choir. He was still in the ashes. He was still doing something. Communion stars, welcoming stars, basentes, just getting involved. Serving God, although his problem was there. Verse 11, the Bible says, one day whilst he was serving God, the angel of the Lord appeared. One of these days as you are serving God, you will see God's angel. God will send the answer that you are looking for into your life. May is a month of answers. Any, any problem you, are, you have been expecting an answer for, this may you get an answer. While he was serving God, the angel of the Lord now, the Bible says, I think verse 9 or something, and he served God in the temple. Don't some of us say we are serving God at home? We are serving God like God is Unisa. We are doing it from the house. Long distance service, service to God. We serve God in the temple. Is it there? Yeah. Burn incense when he went into the temple. There's another scripture that says, what? He was serving in the temple, serving God in the temple. This is where we serve God. Serving God. Serving God. Let me tell you another story. My, my stories are almost done. Genesis. One day there was a lady called Rebecca. Bible says they sent Rebecca to the well to fetch water. So she went to the well. While she was at the well, a certain man called Eliezer came to the well. He had a lot of cattle. So he said to um, this young damsel, Rebecca, that, please, can you draw some water? We've come from a very far place. Can you draw some water for us and for the cattle? Rebecca said, oh, okay, no problem. And she drew water and she served the man and she served the man's cattle. As she was serving the man's cattle, the man was looking at her and said, wow. What a girl. 
who can serve. Not knowing the man had been sent by a rich man called Abraham to go and look for a wife. I said to go and look for a wife. To go and look for a wife for his son Isaac. So as he looked at the girl, the girl was serving. He said, wow, I have found what I'm looking for. When you have been sent to go and look for a wife, the one of the key things you look for is the ability to serve. Is the ability to serve. Look, your makeup will get you a foot in the door. But your, your bad service will drive you out. Even if you enter. Yeah. Your Brazilian hair will get you... It, what it does is... You see, presenting yourself beautifully. And I always tell all my girls, always make sure you are looking nice. Always. Never have a wig. Every girl must have one wig. For emergency reasons. Yeah, suddenly you are just called. You have to go. Boom, your hair is like a hurricane. You just brush all to one side. You put a wig on it, then you come out. You don't come out like a thief. Your share value will drop immediately. Yeah, you fall off the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, you'll be surprised. Yeah, your share, I say your, your market price will reduce. So always have a wig. They call you by accident, you just, then you put it in. Hello. And always smile. Yeah, always, no matter how beautiful you are, if you don't smile, you are a no-no. Brothers, always avoid the ladies who don't smile. No, it's not like they smile when you look at them. That they are just, even as I'm preaching, when I see somebody who doesn't smile, I just turn my head sound because it's for, it even spoils the preaching. Yeah, so I'm preaching. That's why when I saw his eyes were going down, I said, brother, open it. Yeah, so you look alive. When you smile, you look alive. But all these things will get you a foot into the door. But if you don't know how to serve, you'll be kicked out. You'll be kicked out. Yeah, all sisters learn how to cook. Learn how to cook. Then after you have learned how to cook, learn how to serve. Yeah, because service, look, service is so beautiful. Serve nicely, everybody looks. And that's why every boss likes their secretary. I mean, stop thinking of evil. I'm just saying that. Because the secretary will bring coffee. If I need a paper, bring, bring a stapler, bring this, find this one, do a research. It's like the person is serving. So you just become, whether the boss is a man or a woman, and the secretary is either a guy or a girl, whichever, but it's like the assistant. In this morning, we will say an assistant an assi or a PA. You see, because of the service the person provides, you just begin to like the person. Just begin to like, like the person. So learn to serve. And this Rebecca, Bible says that as she served the guys, Eliezer said to Rebecca, eh, where is your house? Please, I want to go to your house. So, my house is around there. When you go by the KFC next door, say, let's go. I want to meet your parents. Some of you serve nice. The brother will want to meet your parents. Yeah. Currently, you are in the street. If you learn to serve, you want to meet your parents. And meeting your parents, you always know it's a big thing. So, the guy said, let's go and meet your parents. 
When he went to the parents, he said, oh, I've been sent by Tokyo Sequani to come and find a wife for his son. But when I saw the way your daughter Rebecca was serving, I said, my, 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 my. There cannot be a better wife in this town than this Rebecca. The next time we hear of Rebecca, she was married. The next time we hear of you, may you be in a breakthrough. Serve. Serve in the church. Ask yourself when you come to church, what can I do? What can I do either in the church or what can I do towards the church? All the people who come to church and do something, I notice them. Immediately I see them. I know when I come, they are not here. When I saw that girl, that girl, the one taking the video. When I, saw, I said, I haven't seen you in a long time. Because every day when I come, I'm looking out for. Because I always see she's the one chasing me with the camera anywhere I go. So I will notice you. So if you have come to church for some, if you don't come next week, I may not know. The reason is, it's not because I'm bad. Though, because you don't do anything. Either contributing towards the service or in the service, nothing. From today, may that story change. Amen. I read my last scripture and we close. Malachi chapter number three. Malachi chapter three. In Malachi chapter three, the Bible is speaking. All right? Malachi three, I think, let's read from maybe 15 or 16. 16. Bible says, Then they that feared the Lord spoke often one to another. And the Lord hearkened unto it and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before the Lord of them that feared the Lord. Amen. Is that not so? Yeah. That thought upon his name. Bible says a book of remembrance. The first thing that happened, we are talking about people who serve, who serve God. The first thing that happened was that even when they spoke, God heard it. And God listened. To hear, to hear and to listen is two different things. God heard it and he listened to it. As I'm preaching, everybody is hearing, but not everybody is listening. Yeah, some people are on their phone, WhatsApping their landlords. Do you get it? They can hear me, but they are not listening. May that not be you. But Bible says God heard it and he listened to it. And then what happened? They wrote a book of remembrance of those people. Those people who feared God. They wrote a book. May a book of remembrance be written and may your name be in it. So that God will remember the things you do. God will remember it. God will remember it. A book of remembrance was written. Then the next, the Bible says, and then the Lord said, when I come again and I gather the Bible says, and I gather up or to make up my jewels. Then will I spare them. As a man spared his son that serves him. Bible says, God, one day God is coming and he's coming to make out his jewels or he's coming to pick up his jewels. He's coming to pick up his jewels. People who serve God become jewels before God. What is a jewel? A jewel is a precious ornament. An ornament that is precious. This is your jewel. Where is it from? 
Even the color has changed since the water touched it. May your color not change after water has touched you. Bible said, God says, I will come up and I will make up my jewels. My jewels I'll pick. Look at the scripture. Read it for yourself. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. In that day, I will make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spared his own son that serves him. Look, sometimes some problems are supposed to come, but because people are serving God, you see, God spares them the problem. I believe that there are so many problems that could have come my way. It's just by serving God, I just escaped these problems. Yeah. I just escaped these problems. By serving God. God spared them. Now look at the next verse, which is the next one. The Bible says, and then, and thou shalt return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. And him that serveth God, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. He says, in that day you will come back and you will descend. To descend is to know. Or to see. So he says, you will see a difference between the righteous one and the wicked one. Now, follow the scripture. And between him that serve him and him that serve him. He's just saying that same thing to, 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 to bring clarity to what's so He said, the righteous is he that serves him. And the wicked is he that serves him not. So, in this scripture, you can just remove the word wicked from there and put him that serve him not. And can remove the word righteous from there and put he that serve him. Yes, he will come and he will show. He, there will be a difference between him. I think recently, I think last, last, yeah, in what, May, eh? March, I went for my high school reunion. Yeah. I mean, people that I've known for 30 years, I went to high school with them. Now, from where I come, where I come from, High school is big. High school is bigger than university. The high school you went to determines who you are. Even when I meet you and I ask, which high school did you go to? As soon as you mention your high school, I know the class to put you in. It's finished. There's nothing you can do to change it. It's finished. It's ended. It's finished. I mean, you could have gone to the university. You have become this. I mean, even some high schools, if you, you will never become president in my country. Just because of, uh, what school did you go to? Gungun Luve, stop that, stop that, stop. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, he said mechanically, no, we don't care, we don't care, we don't care. And I was blessed to go to one of the top high schools in that country. I, I think that was Reverend David's wife also went to a very top high school. You can see the way we behave, we are different from the others. <laughs> Say amen. I said we are different from the others. Yeah. So we went for, we had finished school 25 years. So we all went back. People from all of, my mates from all over the world. From America, from Germany, from London, different places in the world. We all came to the same place for about four or five days. As I look at them, my mates, some have flourished financially, but I could see a difference between us. Those who don't care about God, I could see them. Like, oh, 
Now, my podcast goes very far, so I can't say everything that I want to say. In it. But I could see a difference. After 25 years, I could see a difference between them that he that served God and he that served him not. Look, as I'm encouraging all of us to rise up and serve God, those who will rise up and say, I will serve, I will do my best, just give it a matter of time. You will see a difference between the righteous and the wicked. And he that served him, and he that served him not. This is the open door that leads you into your blessing. My prayer for you today is that you walk into that blessing. You will not say, oh, but the church, oh, hmm, oh, oh. look, no matter who you are, you can do something. You can just look as soon as you present yourself in a way, sometimes you don't even have to say that you want to do something. Jimbu, call Jimbu for me, okay? Jimbu, I finished preaching, okay? Yeah. It's actually very rude. Like somebody's talking to you seriously and you are chewing a gum. Oh, so please, okay? Say amen. amen. Say another amen. Hey, Pastor, why don't you use the water? It's not every time that you use water. You too, you like water too much. Ah, why? But let us rise up. Let's serve God. You have the opportunity to sing in the choir. Take it seriously. You said, I ask some people, you want to form dancing stars? Come and let's dance. That's the last day I've seen them up to today. Yeah. Meanwhile, you don't know that that thing that I asked you is an open door into your blessing. If you are just jumping to it, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Hey, Pastor, I'm already blessed. I don't see your blessing. Where's your blessing? Where's your blessing that I don't see? Where's your blessing that I don't see? Blessing that cannot be seen. Where is it? That's why it's an underground blessing. God bless you. When you have a child, they say, take a video. Do it faithfully. It's like, it's so important to you. Even in the, look, as I was coming, the whole of last night, I was anxious. I couldn't wait for this morning to come, for me to come to church, to come and do what I do. Be anxious. How would the singing go? How would the film, where, where are the film stars? How would the film stars go? How would this thing go? You should be anxious because that is your door to enter into your blessing. If you go through it, you come into a blessing. If you, if you neglect it, you treat it as something that is useless. It's not any wild thing. It's just a matter of time. We'll see. We will return. Bible says we will return. It means we will go on and then we will look back. When we look back, Bible says we will descend or we will see a difference between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serve him and he that serve him not. May you be amongst the righteous. I said may you be amongst the righteous. Folks, my time is up. I'm not out of words. I'm just out of time. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. Stand to your feet wherever you are. As we pray and close, you have heard God's word. I want you to pray for yourself. Some of you have to make a decision to even take coming to church. Maybe at this stage, your service to God is just coming to church regularly. Pray and make a decision that, Lord, let me do this thing seriously. Let me not do this thing under pressure. Let me just do it as my service to you. As my, lift up your voice. Just pray for yourself wherever you are. Just pray for yourself. Help us, help us, help us, help us. 
Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Repapo paleko sikato sataya. Kemalo palele chato lias te pala. Krapa lepo sito liba. Lento ta, lento ta. Stalalala, brandolobo. Help us, help us. Speak to God wherever you are. And ask the Lord to help you. To serve, to offer service. To offer service to the Lord. To offer service to the Lord. To offer service to the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up today. We are vessels in your hands. Use us to your glory. We offer ourselves as people that you can use for your work. We want to serve you. We want to give our best years, our youthful days. We want to give it to you to use for your kingdom. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us where we are challenged. Help us where we have difficulties. Help us in all areas, Lord, so that we will do this and do it well. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a nicer Amen. amen. Say a louder amen. amen. Wonderful. Every eye closed as we close and every head bowed. You are here today. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you want to say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't know Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Please pray with me. Bible says God loved the world so much he gave his only son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus came to die for you and I so that our sins will be forgiven and so that we can have everlasting life. You are here like that. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven. Lift up your right hand with me. I want to pray with you. Maybe somebody invited you, but you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. I don't want to, every eye closed, every head bowed. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand. I want to, if you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please Pray. It's not a time to look around. Close your eyes and lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want my brother, my sister, I want to. You don't have to go to hell when Jesus has paid the price for you. If your hand is lifted up, come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. I'll just pray with you as we bring the service to a close. Ask us if you can help them to come to me. I'll pray with them quickly and then we'll bring the service to a close. You lifted up your hand. Please. Come to me, I'll pray with you. Brando Bala, you lifted up your hand. Let me pray with you. Let me pray with you. My brother, pray this prayer with me. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.